Okay, you guys, we're back again this week. Welcome back to I Am Ready. And we are going to continue to have a conversation about changes and pivoting and all that stuff in our life because the number of you that have reached out over the last, I don't know, week to 10 days since I, I, well, I guess the last two weeks since I launched my podcast episode that talked about me making some changes uh, in my career, episode 29, go check that out. Um, And then, because I talked through kind of my thought process or, you know, the process that I went through to come to these conclusions and, and make the decisions. Now, I know a lot of this that I'm talking about is lately in these last few weeks has been about career. But again, this can apply to any part of your life. But we need to just keep having this conversation because the amount of you that said things like, I'm in that exact same place. It was so refreshing to hear you talk through, you know, all the things that go into making a decision or a a change in your life. Um, It was such a relief because I felt like such a failure um, for whatever, you know, I'm going through. And so I feel like when it comes to pivoting and uncertainty and like pursuing change in your life, the last few weeks have been intended to normalize that, right? All the things that I said in that solo episode, all the things I said with my friend, Crystal Thompson, that was last week's episode, number 30. Listen back to that one as well. We've normalized it, but like now we need to take it a step further and that's what today is about. I feel like there's gonna be some of my message that might also fit with the episode that I did about um, an equation for suffering less. I'll link all three of these that I've just mentioned in the show notes, if that's easier. We might be pulling from that conversation because I think that a lot of us have just been operating again. It could be career, it could be relationships, it could be health. I mean, like take any part of your life that matters to you. And we have been putting so much like pressure and rigidity and rules and all of these sorts of things on, and how we're supposed to function that we're really like stuck and struggling. That was, that was what I took away from the many conversations when people, you know, listened to episode 29, or I did an IG live and some people reached out from there too. So let's take it a step further and let's jump in. The first thing that I want to say is that, again, I'm going to be talking mostly about career, but please apply this to if it's a different part of your life that you are sensing the need to make a change, to pursue something different, to modify how you're doing things, like take the liberty to apply this wherever. But the first thing that I want to say is that when we have been doing something, so I'm going to, again, I'm going to just use career, but when we have been in a career, whether that means like a career field with a specific company in a specific role, whatever, when we have been doing that for an extended period of time, we start to really limit ourselves and think that this is like the only thing, which is just a load of BS because the we've already normalized that changing jobs, changing careers, going back to school, like all of that is so much more normal now than other generations, right? 
entrepreneurship and doing things on your own, like all of these things of just expanding the way that people can bring in income and make a living for themselves and all of that has, has just much different. So the first thing that I want to say is that when you've been doing something like a job, like a career field for an extended period of time, we really start to box ourselves in because this has just become our normal. It's familiar. It might feel safe and comfortable, even though there are parts of it that you're miserable in. And so the first thing that I want to offer is if you're feeling stuck and stagnant, if you're feeling dread, give yourself some options. Just open the door to explore options. That doesn't mean you're even going to make a decision. That doesn't mean you're going to change and pivot on the spot. It means I have just kept telling myself there's sort of one way. This is the only way. This is the easiest way. This is the normal way. This is whatever in a really limiting fashion. And you have boxed, your, boxed yourself into a place of stagnation, to a place of misery, to a place of exhaustion. So just open the door and look around. Just look around. Right? Like I didn't even like coaching, choosing to, to open a coaching business was not even on my radar until I had a conversation conversation that someone said, well, you can just take your therapy background and, and do coaching. If I wouldn't have put myself in the conversation, which really the conversation that I had was like, I just feel really lost at my state at this stage of life that I was in. This is about three years ago. And I don't really know like who I am and what I'm about. So all I did by putting myself and taking an opportunity to have a conversation opened up an entire door of something that wasn't even on my radar. That's what I mean. So if it's a job, just look around with no, um, no intentions necessarily other than just to see what's out there, right? To explore. Maybe you're still looking within your same career field. Maybe you're just searching through what's local because you might be open to trying something completely different. Like if we don't know what the other possibilities are, of course, what we're doing is going to seem like the only answer, right? And oftentimes when we're having this dread and this frustration and this exhaustion and all of these things, just by being open to like look around and see other possibilities, even if they're not the right option for you, but just knowing, reminding ourselves that there's other options and opportunities out there, we can instantly get a sense of relief. Instantly. Because all I've done is open the floodgates to say, whew, what I'm doing that isn't working, right? What I'm doing isn't the only way of doing things. This isn't the only job on the planet. This isn't the only career field that I can ever work in. This isn't the only way I can meet friends. This isn't the only way to find a partner, right? Whatever, again, apply to your own life. But there's so much relief that comes from just getting out of our own way to explore and just look around and give ourselves some like hope and options and opportunities. Even if we say no to all of them, just knowing that other possibilities exist is a huge weight off of our shoulders and it frees us up again. So that's the first thing I want to say. The second thing that I want to say is, and having some conversations with some of you who are at this like 
on the precipice of change, right? Again, like I know things aren't working. I'm like sorting through what isn't working and trying to explore my options and figure out what's best. And then you're having part of what's keeping you stuck is a huge sense of like judgment of failure, right? You're, you're berating yourself internally. Um, many of you didn't even say necessarily. I mean, some of you maybe said like, it's hard because maybe you don't feel the support of if it's a partner or family, or you worry about their reactions, but you know, a lot of it though, was just internally, I feel like a failure, like you're judging yourself a ton. And here's what I want to say to that. I don't know all of you that listen or that are in my online community. I don't know you all super well, but I'm going to go ahead and make an assumption that if you listen to these episodes that I've referenced, you reached out to me and were willing to like, tell me again, like how it was relevant and, and relatable that I'm going to assume that you are exploring your options and you are making a decision in a very like informed, educated, thoughtful, intentional, and like aligned way. I didn't hear any, you know, I, I, I just really doubt that any of you listening to this are like, yeah, one day I was like, mm, I hate my boss. So I'm going to quit. No. Or yeah, well, mm, I'm just not really like, you know, this friend, she's kind of been rubbing me the wrong way. So I'm just going to ignore her forever. You know, there's, there's been no like impulsive, reactive, like you are most of you in the conversations that we had, you're being really thoughtful and intentional. You're being thorough. You're probably overthinking it. So that's the opposite of failure. If I am carefully exploring options, if I'm weighing different factors, you know, in a potential decision, I'm paying attention to what I need for my mental, emotional, physical well-being. I'm checking in with the people in my world that this decision affects, right? Or I'm getting perspective and support from people that matter in my life. Like that's the opposite of failure. That's just being like an adult making a decision that isn't just simple and, and easy. So I really want anyone who is, you know, and whatever you're, whatever, wherever this failure is coming from, if it's failure because something didn't turn out the way that you thought it would, if it was failure because, or if you're judging that it's failure because you haven't been doing it very long, right? It would be very easy for me to say that like, I could consider myself a failure because my business, my coaching business really didn't grow. It didn't, um, it didn't bring me joy um, by the end. You know, like I started to have less and less joy about it. Um, I could say that it was a failure because I really didn't do it very long, like a year and a half. But what what good would that do? What good does that do to like continue to tell myself I'm a failure for all of these reasons? At the end of the day, if it's not a good fit for me anymore for all the reasons that I outlined in that episode, I didn't just fail the second it got hard. I didn't just quit the second I didn't know what I was doing. I tried different things. I put myself in places to learn new things, to get the support that I needed, to ask for help. I tried different offers. I learned, you know, different 
things that I had no idea what I was doing. And at the end of the day, all of those things in combination with how I was feeling and what my individual and what my family's needs are was a thoughtful and intentional decision to say, this isn't working for me. So why consider that a failure? What good does that do for me? Should I just stick it out because that's going to somehow make me a success? I don't, you know, I, I, I guess give yourself that credit that the likelihood that you're not just making some impulsive and reactive choice, the, the second that things get hard, that you tried other things, you've been resourceful, you've asked for help and support, right? You've what all the things that you've already done. If you're still coming to the conclusion that it's time to make a change in your life, that's the opposite of failure. That's being like a responsible, self-aware adult who wants to live a happy and fulfilling life, in my opinion. Now, the, the episode of the No More Suffering one that I'll link, I talk about that equation there where it basically says where we judge things, where we make a judgment, and then we attach meaning on it. That's how we suffer to things. And that's what I'm just hearing from a lot of you is that the judgment is that I'm a failure. And the meaning is, you know, because I don't know, because I'm, I'm changing jobs too quickly. That means that I'm, I'm lazy and flighty and I don't know, unprofessional. I don't know. I'm trying to make something up on the fly here. Right. you're making those rules and those rules are arbitrary. They, they can't meaning they came from somewhere, right? So somewhere along the way, you got the message, whether it was told to you directly, you heard other people say it around you, you just interpreted something this way, but like, so apparently the only way to be professional and successful is to stay at like one thing and to never leave, or there's some magic number that as long as I stay for this amount of time, then it's okay to change. But there, there's no rule book. There's no timeline. There's no right way to make a decision. And then the, the all, you know, then all you check all these boxes and then it's it's the wrong way to make a decision. Right? I mean, sure, there are some things that I've just said, right? Like using your resources, asking for modifications, seeking out knowledge that you don't have, getting some perspective and support from someone outside of the situation. Like these are all really good things to help ensure you know, you've got kind of a sounding board and you've tried different things to see if you can solve the problem. But all of this suffering about I'm a failure, I'm this, I'm, it's, you are putting judgment, interpretation, timelines, rules, and pressure on yourself that just doesn't exist. There might be some really nice guidelines out there, right? There might be like a professional career, you know, coach or, or, career therapist or whatever. I'm sure there's some guidelines in the business world, right? About what looks good on a resume or how certain ways to, you know, if you want to climb a corporate ladder that, you know, I'm sure there's guidelines out there, but they are guidelines and those guidelines don't live and exist in your everyday life. So they don't get to say what's right or wrong for you. When we get to a point in our life, when we recognize it's time to make a change, we are making the best choice for ourselves right now. And that's it. 
using myself as an example, saying that I'm, you know, I'm going back into a clinic setting to work in the next couple of weeks. I don't need to put any sort of pressure, timelines, or expectations on myself that like, okay, so now I got to really stick this out for a minimum of four years. For what? Well, because that'll, you know, if I don't, that'll mean, it'll mean nothing. Any meaning, if you're saying, well, it means, or it's going to look like, or it could be perceived as, that's you putting your own judgment and attaching meaning to something. And that's why you're suffering to the decision that you're making. I went into coaching completely sort of by accident, right? Again, had no idea that it was even a possibility for me, not in my awareness. And I had like a lightning bolt reaction when that was said to me. So that was like, at the time that was like, hey, there's this other thing that I didn't even know existed. I'm gonna look into it because it seems like it's gonna be a really good fit for me, what I can offer, a different way of going about it and fits with like my lifestyle and blah, blah, blah. I made the best decision at that time time that fit with all of my circumstances. I was excited about it. It felt good in my body. I was ready to learn new things. I had support. Let's do this. And I didn't say, and I have to do X, Y, and Z in order for it to be legit or to know that I did enough, air quotes, enough. So I went in because that was the best decision at the time. And like I've probably said in a couple couple different places so far, if I wouldn't have cha- you know, like taken the chance to try it, I wouldn't have learned the components of it that I enjoyed and the components that I didn't enjoy. The, the parts that would re- be kind of really triggering to me and like the work that I still need to do on, on my own stuff, I wouldn't have known it unless I tried. I wouldn't have learned all the resources and communities and, and people out there that are available to, you know, in the entrepreneurial space, unless I put myself in those circles. I wouldn't have known that ultimately, I don't think that in that way, it was for me, unless I tried. So now that I know that, again, how I, how I ran that business at the time or entrepreneurship in that way is not a good fit for me, for all the reasons I've already, you know, covered multiple times. It was the best decision at that time. And now the best decision is to return to the clinic. And I'm not going to go in with any sort of rules, pressure, and expectations on myself that like, if I don't do X, Y, and Z at this new clinic, then it's going to all be for naught. Then it's going to be a total waste of time. And I'm going to be, again, fill in the blank. When we put ourselves out there, when we follow what fits our needs, when we explore options and make a decision that is my best decision for right now, we can gain a lot of information and knowledge about ourselves. And that allows us to be open and curious to make the next right step whenever that time comes. I am not the same person that I was. The last time I was in a clinic was like seven years ago. I'm not the same person at all. Not even a little bit right? I have two kids now. I've had four different income portals, job opportunity kinds of things since I left there. Four. I've been exposed and tried different things. I've learned a lot about myself, like personally, how I function. Some of the, you know, 
it can be called like shadow work. Like some of the things that like lie underneath the surface and get can get kicked up and activated, right? I've learned how to set better boundaries and where my boundaries can get leaky. Like all, I, there's so many things that I've learned about myself that I am not the same person now that I was back then. So why would I make the judgment or assumption that this new opportunity is going to have the same results as the last one, the culture, you know, all the things about this clinic are completely different from the last one that I was in. So I don't have to really like set limitations on myself. Cause that's kind of what it is when we say, Oh, I've got to, you know, I have these rules. Like I have to be somewhere for a certain amount of time in order for it to like, quote unquote count, right? I have to, I have to do X, Y, and Z in order to prove that I, you know, I'm enough or to show people that I'm professional or again, all of these like judgments and labels that you're putting on yourself, you're really just restricting yourself. I have no qualms to say that if I went into this clinic and it was a disaster for some reason, I don't, I'm not going to stick around. What? Until I get burnt out? Why? For what? For who? So please really be checking yourself that it, again, what, what are the factors of why you're staying? Sometimes there are factors of why we need to stay somewhere, right? So none of this is to say jump ship. Again, I just said, I guarantee that many of you listening, whatever, whatever decision you have contemplating, you've been contemplating it for a long time. You've probably talked yourself in circles about it, thought about every scenario under the sun. So if anything, you've probably overthought it, but we really have to put down the shame and the embarrassment and all the other judgment that comes with it. Because at the end of the day, the reason that we feel ashamed or guilty or embarrassed or any other emotion about making a change in our life is because we have set such like, I don't know, harsh or extreme or emotion-filled expectations of ourselves. And then when we didn't meet these high standards, these expectations, then we judge, then we shame, then we suffer. So let's just not do that, right? Most of us, when we make a decision, we go in with good intentions. No one, you know, very few people, most people go into a relationship with the intentions of it being a good one, lasting a while. No one goes into, you know, a, a long-term relationship with the expectation or the intention to leave it. Right? No one goes into a, a career or a job with the intention to just like two weeks later, be like, nah, I'm just going to quit. Right? Very few of us. So when we have good intentions and they're coming from a place of integrity, they're coming from a place of, you know, informed and intentional decision-making, they're coming from our best and aligned self, not a reactive self, not a fearful self, not a not a judgmental self, then we don't have to place these like arbitrary expectations and rules on ourselves that ultimately just lead us suffering to our own rules and expectations. Some of us do have people in our lives that might be, you know, you feel the pressure externally. Maybe you do have a parent who still very much operates of you should be at one, you know, company, let's say, or you should do things one way. Or maybe we have a partner who, you know, maybe you are someone that has switched up a job, let's say, you know, you've had many or you've switched careers or you've tried different things and just are really still struggling to kind of find your best fit. And you've got a partner who is, you know, frustrated and overwhelmed by that. 
sometimes there are factors of why we need to stay, right? If our finances are so, you know, tight, like in a way that we're running out of options or we're barely staying afloat, then I'm not suggesting just abandon ship tomorrow because you're unhappy. I am encouraging you to then, rather than the, the mission to be, how do I just suck up, you know, suck it up? How do I just tolerate this misery forever and ever? Cause it's the only thing that's staying, keeping us afloat. I would love to see the mission become, how do I tolerate where I'm at to get by for right now and look for other options that are going to be better fits for me on all accounts that are going to help my family on all accounts and putting just as much energy back into opening the door to give yourself options and opportunities rather than uh, I just got to suck it up. This is the way that it is. B.S. Trust yourself. You know when it's time to do something different. And even if I can't do something different right now, okay. But I still know this is the path that I'm on is to make some sort of change. And when I'm open to that, and when I'm taking action to say, again, I don't know what the next right move is yet, but I know that I can't stay here. It's time for me to do something different. And when you are real with yourself and honest with yourself and you trust yourself enough to know like, so now I'm going to stay open to whatever the next right thing is, because this ain't it. New connections, new possibilities, new doors, new opportunities, they come more easily to you. Suddenly you'll, you'll hear someone talk about something and get you connected and start networking, right? Suddenly you'll come across something and social media or on your local news. Suddenly someone will reach out to you from a company because they saw your LinkedIn profile, whatever. Right? Like, when I trust myself enough and, and make choices from my aligned best self and I do so with inte integrity, and even if I can't make a change right now, I'm still committed to honoring that like, it's okay, self. I know that this is not a good fit and I'm working on it. I'm looking. I'm open. I'm curious, right? I'm exploring. You're going to be at such a different kind of like energetic space that things will come to you because you've already acknowledged that like, I can't just keep doing what I'm doing. It's not working. I'm unhappy. This is not right for me any longer. So please, if nothing else, then maybe besides, you know, talking about kind of this openness um, to give yourself some relief, to kind of remind us about how our own, you know, judgment and, you know, internal pressures that we're putting on ourselves is ultimately what's leading us to suffering. I guess my biggest sort of plea is that we got to quit placing these expectations out of nowhere on ourselves or listening to the expectations of others that don't fit us. It does no good for me to listen to someone else's expectations if they're keeping me miserable. But what good does that do? When we put too many expectations on ourselves, 
and our reality doesn't meet our expectations, we're going to judge, we're going to shame, we're going to suffer more. So please give yourself the ability to change and evolve. Give yourself the ability to recognize like what's for you and what's no longer for you. You are not the same person you were five years ago, 10 years ago, one year ago, hell, right? So some things in your life may need to change. Maybe you've gone through certain life experiences, traumas, losses, Maybe to the reality of your family or your community or your home, your health, all of these things have changed. So the decision that you made, however long ago, doesn't fit your current life circumstances and that's normal and it's okay. Again, this isn't a plug to just quit when things get hard. You have enough discernment, you have enough awareness and if you don't ask for help, But again, I'm assuming that you have enough discernment and awareness that this isn't just because it's hard, right? I said to you guys, like this last year in my business was, it was really hard. I'm not denying that. And again, that episode, I talked through like all the factors of what fit, what was a good fit for me and what wasn't and blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, I don't want to put more effort and energy into solving those kinds of hard things. I would rather shift gears and pursue something different. It is a better fit for me internally, externally, my family, etc. That's where I want to put my effort and intention. And that's my decision to make. No one else's. I can, people can be, I, I believe it, right? Entrepreneurship, I said, is hard. And a lot of times it really is. There are plenty of ups and downs and moments where you have to stick it out, right? If you want to continue to grow and go somewhere, there are these lows these are the there are these valleys that are inevitably going to come and if you quit every time you have one yeah you'll never you'll never get anywhere fine i that i I don't want to stick it out anymore there are too many other factors that for again right now aren't the kind of place i want to put my energy And I'm okay with that because that's my decision that I get to make. So anyone out there can judge away. I think I said in the episode with Crystal, like if someone wants to look at me and say that I'm a failure when it comes to like entrepreneurship or coaching, fine. Let them call me a failure. Not Not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. Not everyone grows successful businesses that they're running on their own. Not everyone loves to work from home all the time. Not everyone works well in isolation. So if that makes me a failure, then fine, sign me up. I guess I am. And that just comes, my ability to say that is let people judge me comes from me at the end of the day. Anyone who is judging me, who might be judging me, one, I don't even know if they are. So I'm not going to spend my time considering it when I don't even know. Two, It doesn't matter what other people are judging me to say, because again, all of the factors that I said of like, what this is not working for me, isn't going to change how I feel, what my family's needs are and what my needs are. So whether they think that I'm a hero or whether they think I'm a failure, it doesn't change anything. 
in my own experience of my own life and in the place that I get to make the goddamn decision. It's my decision. And if someone didn't want to hire me because they saw too many, you know, things in my background, too many jobs or uh, a big time gap from the last time I was in a clinic and they didn't want to hire me. Okay. And that's their choice to make. And obviously in my situation, didn't matter one bit. So I hope this was like a little bit of a maybe reminder conversation. If this was just highlighting some of the pitfalls that you might be finding yourself in, if you really are having a struggle, like an internal struggle, embracing and accepting the changes that you already know that you need to make, like you already know me having this, me talking to myself essentially doesn't change what you already know. You already know that you, there's a couple other things that you could try out before you set some boundaries or, or try something different. You already know when you are like, beyond repair and you are now in like chaos crisis and burnout mode you already know these things me talking for this long hasn't changed any of that you already know you gotta listen and maybe this is a little bit of like a kick a little shoulder shake to be like hey enough there's no need to pressure and and belittle and judge and shame and, and all of these things yourself. Because that is when like chaos and burnout comes. When I have all these clues and cues that are telling me like this, that something is not right for me and I'm just flat out not listening. You're going to have more physical symptoms. You're going to have more emotional distress. You're going to have more conflict in your relationships. You're going to get into overthink and your thoughts and you're going to struggle to shut them off because you have ignored all of these clues and cues that are trying to tell you. It's time to make some modifications. It's time to ask for things to look a little bit different. It's time to try something, you know, adjust and adapt just a little bit, or it's time to totally, you know, overhaul and do something different. When we ignore that, we sign ourselves up for burnout. And that's when extreme and reactive things come into play. Another example that I want to quickly say before I wrap this up is like at the last at the last place that I was at, when I was really starting to ex experience burnout, I did ask for modifications. I didn't just quit the second that I was like overwhelmed and tired. I talked with the, a smaller like cohort, like a team I was on, and I talked to them about it. And I got some, some perspective from therapists that have been doing this a lot longer than me. I talked with my supervisor and said, I need some variety. And so we did some different things to help bring some variety into my schedule because I do better with that than like the same old thing over and over again. I took more like personal days to have some more breaks because the pace was just not manageable. I did some things to try to like adjust and adapt to see if I could cope through the burnout that I was experiencing. So those were my attempts. Can I rectify this? Can I make modifications? Can I ask for some different, you know, things to go on and work with the place that I was at? And they did. And it still, it still was too much and not the right place, time, setting, whatever. It was just, it was no longer the place for me. 
that's okay too. That's great. That's another way to honor yourself and be listening to, to what you're needing and to advocate for what you need and to embrace change without, again, a total upheaval of your life. That wasn't reactive. It wasn't impulsive. It wasn't out of bitterness. It wasn't out of a really emotional bad day. Here were the steps that I took and the things that I tried to see. And at the end of the day, I came to the same conclusion. Great. So don't forget that also. Making changes in your life doesn't have to be this extreme, like 180 degree kind of a thing. Small tweaks, small changes, inching yourself towards the, the what's best, what's right, what feels good. Trying to adjust just one part of something, right? Versus another. These are all great things that are still honoring you. And they matter. And will help give you that feedback, like, am I on the right track? If I just make some changes, will I kind of get back to a place where my nervous system isn't overloaded, where I look forward to my days more again, where the stress isn't so unmanageable? And if the answer is no, then the answer is no. These changes aren't enough. And I need to, again, go back to the drawing board, open myself back up to other options, opportunities, possibilities, and see what's out there. So no more rule books, no more pressures and timelines and expectations. Again, things like careerhood, and, and I know some of this is entrepreneurship, which doesn't apply to all of you, but, you know, I, I also think of this as something like, you know, there are some people who are really just like built and made for like the nomadic lifestyle, right? They have their tiny home or their trailer or mobile home or whatever it is. I don't even know what they're all called, their van, right? And they can just kind of go wherever and pick up and move. And they love to travel all the time and, and not really have like a really permanent, like this is the place that I come home to every night. And some people are just really wired for that. I would not be. I like to travel and switch things up. I like novelty, like in my days. And I don't like when things are just the same mundane things over and over again, but not like as a lifestyle. That wouldn't be a good fit for me. I could try it out, explore it, see, give myself some time, you know, and then come to a conclusion. But that wouldn't mean that I like failed because I tried a nomadic lifestyle for six months and ultimately just knew like, hey, this isn't for me. Would someone say that that, that was a failure? No. Now I know. Now I have the information and experience to know like, meh, that's not for me. Or now I have enough information to know, like, it's maybe I could do it for like a month, live kind of on the road, and then I would want to come back home for a while to a home, to a steady home, right? And then I could go back out, right? And I would learn that. I would learn where my limits are. I would learn my capacity. I would learn my preferences. I would learn a lot more about myself without any, any judgment and shame about it. Same can be true for you. And however, this, these conversations that I've been having with a lot of you in interviews here in these solo episodes, same for all of you, whatever you're going through in life. Let me leave you with this. If you were in a place of, you know, that something is, you know, change needs to come one way or the other, 
but you don't know what that means, what it looks like. You don't even know what options and opportunities to open yourself up to. You have that like lost sense of your life. One, please know that there are a ton of people going through that right now. I think this is like a collective society kind of thing happening where a lot of people are like, I'm no longer willing to tolerate X, Y, and Z. I'm no longer going to accept X, Y, and Z. I'm ready to shake things up and do things that are a better fit for me, but I just don't know what this all means and what this all looks like. It feels like a big question mark. You are in good company. There are so many people are having that. If you don't have any sort of inkling of where to go, what to pursue, what to open yourself up to and explore, then that might be where you could use some help and support therapist, a coach, trusted friend, or like group of women or a group of friends, um, family, whoever. Because a lot of times that means you, you don't know yourself well enough at this stage of life that that's why it feels like a big question mark, right? You've been operating on autopilot. You've been doing things how you've been doing them for a long time ago. And those rules, that lifestyle, those clothes don't fit kind of deal, right? Like that you, you've outgrown, you've just been operating an autopilot and you're just not very connected to who you are right now at this very minute at this stage of life. So it's really hard then to know, well, what do I need and what would be a better fit and what sounds good and what feels good because you've been so disconnected from it. So ask for support, make that your priority rather than searching for the job that's gonna, you know, if you don't know, then the priority is to get to know yourself. Who are you now? What do you need now? What feels good to you now? What lights you up and excites you now? What do you have no more room to tolerate anymore right now? And when you do some of that and you get to know yourself better, then, then the factors that will go into the decision that you're making of what you want to change and how you want to change it and what it looks like and all that kind of stuff will come a lot more easily. Either that or you'll be willing to try things out for the sake of trying them out and doing the next right thing, the next best thing for you. And you won't feel so scared and overwhelmed by it because you've got you. You've got you. All right. That's it for today. Keep the conversations coming. I'm really glad. I, I was honestly shocked at how many people reached out after announcing the changes and talking through my decision-making process and all of that. I was shocked. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe because I felt like, okay, I'm just giving a life update. I don't know who cares. It wasn't even as much about that. It was just like a lot of people are in a similar place as me. And it was pretty refreshing to know that. Um, but it was really, really shocked at how much it impacted people. So Keep the conversations coming. Reach out to me on Instagram, via email, however you can get a hold of me. And let's just keep talking about this. Let's keep normalizing all of this change and adapting and pivoting and all of this. Um, let's keep trusting ourselves and being open and curious rather than like judgmental and critical. All right. Okay. See you next time, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here and listen to this episode. I know your days are full and there are a million ways that you could be spending your precious time. 
So just know that you choosing to be here with me doesn't go unnoticed. If you don't want to miss another chance to prioritize yourself and refuel that cup, then hit the subscribe button now so you don't miss a thing. The best way to spread these messages is to share, rate, and review these episodes. I want this podcast to support and nourish you through whatever you're going through in life. Please reach out to me on Instagram at any time at Megan M. Colsing. I'd love to hear from you because my mission is to help support and guide you to that magical and fulfilling life that you deserve. And in case nobody's told you yet today, you matter and you're doing a great job. See you next week.